0: Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Who Has the Next Move? Let's pray. Father, we're so hungry. We want more of you, Father. We can't get enough of your goodness and mercy. Father, we choose to continue to grow every day in the things of you, Father, to just have deeper revelation. We know your word is like an onion. We just keep peeling it back, Father, So We come today expecting to receive from you, Father. Speak through me everything of you, nothing of me, Father, and we choose to put what you have for us into use in our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks are going to talk today about who has the next move. We started yesterday talking about the conditional blessings of God. There are conditions, or us doing our part. Another way to put it, is who has the next move, God or us? So many times, including the most critical one in sending Jesus, that God has made his move and he's waiting on us, sometimes for years and years and years, but he is patient. Let's review some of the scriptures from yesterday from the perspective of whose move is it, and then we'll cover some new things. Let's start today in Romans chapter 10 from the Amplified Bible, verse 1. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for Israel is for their salvation. Folks, God's desire is for all to be saved, but we all have to make the next move and choose to accept God's offer of Jesus. Two, for I testify about them that they have a certain enthusiasm for God— but not in accordance with correct and vital knowledge about him and his purposes. My friends, we have to make a decision or the proper response or the proper move with correct and vital knowledge about God and his purposes. Three, for not knowing about God's righteousness, which is based on faith, and seeking to establish their own righteousness based on works, they did not submit to God's righteousness. Folks, sometimes we make a move, but it is the wrong move. Seeking to establish our own righteousness based on our works is the wrong move, and God cannot honor that. For For Christ is the end of the law. It leads to Him, and its purpose is fulfilled in Him, for granting righteousness to everyone who believes in Him as Savior. My friends, the correct move for us after learning about Jesus is to believe upon Him and accept Him as Lord and Savior. God will wait on you for your whole life, as this is by far the most important, vital thing that we need to do in our life as it affects our entire eternity ahead. Where we'll spend it, and of course, after we've done this, we need to live for Him and be a disciple. Five, for Moses writes that the man who practices righteousness, which is based on law, with all its intricate demands, shall live by it. Folks, this is not the move God wants us to make or requires us to make. We can't make heaven trying to follow rules and regulations like the Pharisees. Our righteousness is based on faith through our relationship with Jesus. The proper move is to have faith in Jesus. Nine, because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing His power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. My friends, the most important move or decision in our life is to do verse 9. God made His move, His plan. He sent us His Son, Jesus, to die for us at Calvary, and pay the price for our sins. Our move or decision is to acknowledge and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing His power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead. If we do that, then we will be saved or born again. 10. For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in His justification that is being made righteous— being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God, and with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. Folks, our move after God's move to send Jesus is to believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, confessing our faith openly. People around us should not have to wonder if we are a Christian, and that does not mean they say, we attend so and so church, and we should attend church regularly. But being in a building doesn't make us a Christian. 11. For the scripture says, Whoever believes in him, whoever adheres to, trusts in, or relies on him, will not be disappointed in his expectations. My friends, another way to describe our move or our response is that Bible belief involves adhering to, trusting in, and relying on Jesus. It goes way beyond a natural belief. It is the belief from the heart with corresponding action to live for Jesus. Now let's continue today with verse 12. For there is no distinction between Jew and Gentile, for the same Lord is Lord over all of us, and He is abounding in riches, blessings for all who call on Him in faith and prayer. 13. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord in prayer will be saved. Folks, God plays no favorites. He has no distinction. And His blessings are for all who call on Him in faith and prayer. Not just anyone with a pulse. And the great news is, whoever calls on the name of the Lord in prayer will be saved. So we make that choice to take action. To make a move to God and a decision for God. It's not automatic. It's our free will. Verse 16, but they did not pay attention to the good news of salvation. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? Verse 21, but of Israel, he says, all day long I have stretched out my hands in compassion to a disobedient and obstinate people. My friends, God is so merciful. Even though the majority of the world does not pay attention to the good news of salvation, God continues to stretch out His hands in compassion to a mostly disobedient and obstinate world, trying to reach them with His good news of salvation, His great blessing. He'll wait for you to make your move to Him all the way till you take your last breath. God is so merciful and desires for all to be saved. But sadly, the Bible tells us there is a wide path to destruction, For those that do not make a move to God to accept His Son, Jesus, as Savior. Now let's go to Psalm 103 from the New King James Bible. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. 3. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Verse 4b. Who redeems your life from destruction. My friends, the first thing... Was for us to choose to make the move to bless the Lord. Then came the benefits forgiving our iniquities, healing our diseases, redeeming us from destruction, and so much more. Verse 11 For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is His mercy toward those who fear Him, or reverence Him, or serve Him. Verse 12 As far as the east is from the west, So far has He removed our transgressions from us. Verse 17, But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear Him and His righteousness to children's children. Folks, for those who fear Him or reverence Him or serve Him, that is the condition. He removes our transgressions and has mercy on us and blesses our children's children. Verse 18, to such as keep His covenant, and to those who remember His commandments to do them. My friends, the world doesn't want to hear this, and sadly even some in the church, but the blessings of God are for those that keep God's covenant. That includes the most important one with Jesus, and also to those who remember His commandments and do them. Praise God for his many blessings for those in covenant with him. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful, your covenant God. We choose to walk in the blessings, Father. We choose to make the move to you, Father, to make the right decisions, Father, to follow your word and to follow what you said. And we choose to lead people, as many as we can, to the cross in Jesus. We thank you for it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.